Hello and welcome to the 4 Comic Junkies podcast. When the comics aren't enough and you need a little extra fix. I'm your host JJ Hodges and we are finishing off Aliens Month with a bang. Specifically, a lot of bang, 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 machine gun, bang, 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 bangs. Um, we are talking 35 years of Aliens. Uh, my personal favorite of the Alien franchise. Um... You know, we, uh, so it's, uh, returning guests, Jesse and Steve, my two best friends in the whole world. Uh, we watch the movie, uh, we discuss it, and, uh, we get into, we get into some pretty interesting takes on, on the whole thing. Um, from, uh, you know, Ripley's state of mind to, you know, the, the aliens having some sort of intelligence to tip tippings. Um, yeah, it's, uh, it's pretty great stuff. I'm excited for you guys to hear it. Um, as always, you can find me Facebook, Instagram, and, uh, Twitter for Comic Junkies. And, uh, if you're listening to this on Apple Podcasts, please, uh, rate, uh, write a review and, uh, let's get the word out, man. Let's get, let's get, let's get all these Comic Junkies in on this shit. Um, oh, and before I forget, uh, this podcast is a proud member of the Batman Podcast Network, hosted by Batman on Film. And again, I've been saying that a lot lately <laughs> without doing any Batman episodes. Yikes. Um, I probably mentioned Batman at least once during this. I'm legally obligated to. Anyway, let's get into the episode. Aliens. <laughs> talking about aliens. Yeah, we're talking 35 years of aliens fun. The uh, James Cameron classic starring Sigourney Weaver... Paul Reiser, Michael Bean, Michael Bean, Bill Paxton, Lance Henriksen, um, Tip Tippings, yeah, as, Tip Tippings as, as, as Crow, Tip Tippings, yep, Tip Tippings what, as Crow. We might as well just start with that, with Tip Tippings. Sure. Okay, so Tip <laughs> Tippings plays uh, the army. Wait, we're recording right. Army now. private yeah. or the spi- the colonial what? marine really? private. Of course, yes. Crow. Who's visible, I think, in maybe two shots. One of them is the shot of him dead. Uh, fun fact about Tip Tipping. It's not that fun. Um, he died shortly after the filming of Aliens. Uh, he was in a film where they were reenacting an extreme stunt. He died performing that stunt. What so a downer we're starting. Yeah, not only yeah. is he That's not... Pretty playing a big role in aliens he's not playing a big role in his career (laughs) (laughs) anymore (laughs) it's really tragic it is Uh, like you know stunts are really dangerous like you hear about shit like that all the time like somebody died on the set of that triple x movie the first one that vin diesel did like, oh, imagine sad. dying on the set of a like shitty movie too. I always think of like isn't like, it like Triple X? Yeah, I always think <laughs> of that really Brandon sucks. Lee. They were shooting the crow, and the yeah. arms uh, or the armorer he he wasn't there that day, and his assistant took over. And I I guess he didn't he didn't check the gun or it was the wrong gun, but it had it had blanks in it, but the blank like came out and hit Brandon Lee, and he died. 
Uh, See, that doesn't make sense. There shouldn't be like a projectile in a blank, but I, I'm not sure. What, I don't know how blanks work, but I mean, what what really doesn't make sense about that is that it's a movie, so well, it, it should have like, just been fake. And they were like, no, it's got to be real. Yeah. It's got to have a gun. You yeah. got to have a gun. Like oh, the, the, you want the smoke and the you know flash of the. Or it was actually the other actor who had to pull the gun. For, I forget which character. I've actually never seen The Crow. Oh, The Crow's great, I've dude. seen it, I don't know how many times, maybe once, but I don't remember much of it. I should watch I, that then. Yeah. We'll you just, know who's we'll in stop, The Crow? We'll stop this and then we'll come back. <laughs> in Alien Resurrection, the captain with the raspy voice, yeah. he's the main villain in The Crow. Oh, yeah. He's the main villain in uh, The Three Musketeers, too. He's what just a he's villainous probably, guy. Yeah. Yeah, he's probably a villain. I don't know. He's a villain he's, in Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. He's really? Sheriff of Nottingham's cousin. <laughs> what a title. Yeah, is, that, is that the he's Kevin Costner one? Yeah. Dude, have you watched that recently? It's, it's Alan Rickman's cousin. He's like, uh, I'm so-and-so, the sheriff's cousin. <laughs> have, you, have you watched that what? movie recently? Not recently. recently? Was, was Just, like... Justin and I tried to watch it. We're like, yeah, you know, let's, like, let's try watching it. It is so fucking bad. <laughs> I love so that movie cheesy. back in the day. Well, I bet you won't now. <laughs> I I hated it. We were like, we were, we were like, it was almost like, let's torture ourselves by trying to finish it, and then eventually I was like, you know, fuck it, I'm not watching it. You know what's great is uh, Robin Hood Men in Tights. That's that's a yeah, that's, that's a, a great movie. That's a fun movie, and they and they pick on that movie pretty well too. Where it's like, like because Alan Rickman's mole keeps like moving around the whole movie. I totally forgot about that. And then <laughs> and then in Men in Tights, he's like. So wasn't your mole on the other side? And he's like, I have a mole. <laughs> Such a great I'm joke. Not, uh, I'm not as familiar with that movie. That's hilarious. But I, I can guarantee it's better than the actual Kevin Costner movie. Like, oh, uh, it's, it's definitely worth uh, a watch. Uh, the milk works, you know, it's great. Um, but uh, but anyway, back on back on topic here. Uh, the crow really is. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, Hey, wait, oh, Crow. So Crow <laughs> wow, about that? was this character played by Tip Tipping. <laughs> no, but the reason this all happened is because they talk about Crow a lot. They, like, show his life reading screen, and I'm like, wait a minute, who's Crow? And so I'd, like, watch the film, and I'm, like, trying to pick out each character in each scene, and I'm like, I do not see Crow. Same with Where's Basky. I think. Is that he's, Basky's character? Nailed? His name's Where's, Where's Basky. Basky. It's like a super Polish name. Where's Basky? I thought it was like, where's Basky? Dude, that's, that's exactly that's what, what I thought. Said. I thought he was saying like, where's Basky? But no, his name is like W-I-E-R. Yeah, where's, it is. Where's Basky? Where's, where's Basky? I don't, I don't think they ever show him except like Hicks picks him up and he's like dead in his arms. Like that's like the only time they show him. Yeah. And he's like, Where, he's like, where's Basky and Crow are down? I think Crow does a little like... He's like in the background in the in the in the, the breakfast scene the or whatever. Me, the mess hall. And he's kind of like doing like a funny little dance like with his arms. He's like strutting. I think he's I in like, that <laughs> shot like right before Bishop does the thing with the knife. I think you see yeah, him. Yeah, it's like, like right before that. <laughs> and then uh, who's the other guy? Steubenhauer. What's his name? Spunkmeyer. Spunkmeyer. <laughs> Spunkmeyer. He's in it a little bit more. And I mean, he, he gets wasted. You know, he comes up the the loading ramp. And he's like, hold on a minute. There's, there's something, something. Yeah, there's something sticky here, but, you know, I'm not too concerned about it or suspicious. <laughs> Just get okay, up Okay, come here. on, man. He says, ah, ew, it's gross. I think somebody sneezed Burning up my here. my fingers. Oh, my God, my bones are showing through. Don't you think I <laughs> should on. check it out? 
I need you to help fly the ship. The so what you know they the way they made the alien look all like gross Wet. and slimy is through KY <laughs> jelly. Really? Yeah. But it was like drippy. Did they like run water they over really, it? Watered it down. I don't know. Maybe, maybe. they mix something. Like the close-up the shots of the mouth. It's always like drooling. You yeah. know. Yeah. Very creepy. I'm not sure uh, what the actual consistency of KY jelly is. So maybe they yeah. just loaded it up and it, you know, was just drippy. I've maybe I've never used it. <laughs> yeah. So. So if any <laughs> listeners could fill us in, we're we're kind of in the dark on this one. Yeah. <laughs> Someone's like, <laughs> it's like, uh, hey, uh, I'll fill you in. Just don't say my name. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, so let's uh, let's start with you, Steve. Where where did your kind of uh, interest in the alien movies start? You know, did you see? Was this your first one? Because, uh, you know, I've said this on other episodes that I think the first Alien movie I saw was Alien Resurrection. And then I kind of went backwards. Uh, I think this was the first one I saw. I just have early memories as a kid kind of watching it here and there because my brothers would watch it. And I remember being traumatized by Bishop getting ripped apart because I didn't understand what it was. And it looks looks pretty realistic, uh, even though he's, what is he, a cyborg? Yeah. Android? Artificial Android. person. Artificial person. <laughs> That's yeah. the polite thing to say. Uh, but, but when I saw it, I was just They're like, called synthetics. Oh, my God. Kind of like, I just remember being traumatized and then seeing when he's like, oh, oh. Yeah, I guess you know, if you're and a kid. The, and the, and the white stuff, I was like, what is that? Milk or like. And I'm assuming Alfredo when you were a kid, sauce? you had never seen a person ripped in half. No, not in real life. <laughs> 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 I've seen, uh, you know, I've seen that, but. Yeah, it looked well, pretty, looked pretty it, realistic, and it was super. It's just super like over the top and like gory and awful. And she's like, he's like, you know, grabbing Ellen's hand, and they're just like, oh, you're fucked. There's nothing I can do. I'm what sorry. did you think of like the big queen? Was that scary? Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, it's not as scary when you go back and see. You can tell now that it's a puppet, a very good puppet. But when you're a kid, obviously, it's like, mm. like seriously, I was traumatized by that. And then, and then when I went back like later to watch it with you guys in probably like high school, uh, I was still like, feeling get a, some trepidation. Get a little like, nervous. I just, like, just got to watch this. It's a, it's a movie, okay? Like you know, but it's still like like holy crap! Like you see this dude get ripped apart and his like fake organs are hanging out, but he's still alive. He's fine. It it's uh, sort of. yeah. It's I mean it's it's really gross. Like, and obviously deliberately, you know. Yeah, well, I think they kept that uh, design from the first one, you know, pretty well. You know, when when Ash is like spritzing out, he starts like sweating the white. Yeah, yeah. And because uh, they think he's human, right? And then when that happens, yeah. Yeah, and I'm, I'm sure in the original, you're like, "What is that white stuff all over him?" And then you figure it out. But in Aliens, I think they. They did it really well, where they kept the white, you know, the organs, yeah, everything. Yeah, because uh, you get, you know, when he does the uh, the knife trick. Yeah, he does the knife trick, and he hits himself a little bit, so there's a little white, and then you realize. And they also keep the the mystery, like you don't know if Bishop is on their side or not. Yeah. Like the one scene, he's like, "Hey, Bishop, you need anything else?" And he's just like, "No," and you're like, "Oh, something going on there." And yeah. then when the ship leaves. But obviously he comes back. Right. God 
damn you, Bishop. <laughs> the platform was too unstable, so I had to fly around. I guess they could probably get away with, you know, if they had, like, a human get ripped apart like that, I don't know, the rating probably would have been worse. Right. Know, maybe NC-17, but it's like, oh, we can do it to the Android because it's... Android, it's an Android. You know? it, yeah. So it's like really shocking because it's just in totally in your face. Like, uh. Yeah, it's, because it's actually, in slow and it just shows yeah. the, the most of the, the other deaths. Strength of the queen and everything. You, know, right. you don't really up. see them. You see them yeah, get like get, pulled away. Yeah. Um, do you see anyone get like impaled or anything? No, you just so. the in the one guy who's on the ship, the alien, like the the mouth hits him, and you see like the blood splatter, yeah. but that's it. You don't see. You know, whatever else. Um, oh, and the pilot, whatever her name was. Yeah, Pharaoh. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, he called her a dude. Okay, uh, but fine. Uh, well, in the, in the original Alien, whenever it would do the mouth thing, there was always, like, brain matter that would fly out. Yeah. In the original, okay. it would be like... But they, yeah, they just went with the blood. Yeah, kind of tame on the, the gore. Yeah. But still frightening. Uh, yeah, I mean, the... Le- like less is more except for that scene with bishop but um because i think that your imagination can really yeah you know the alien can do whatever like is it and that's and that was sort of the goal i think with the original was like is it is it eating them is it like is it fucking them it's you don't really know and that makes it very terrifying i mean seriously it's just what the fuck is this thing doing is it fucking them? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it kind—it of, kind of is. That was the whole point. Oh, of you're, you're talking about the face hugger. No, I'm talking about the whole thing. Like, you okay. know what the alien's doing. Um, but, uh, but I think what? it's pretty clear it's eating them. No, probably. I don't know. Where's is, is what, it? The what did, what did you think when you watched? It? <laughs> I thought it was—I thought it was eating them. But well, that's kind of weird. Yeah, it kills some things. Like clearly kills some people, but other people it captures. Yeah, so yeah. they can. So maybe it keeps well, kills that, people that it thinks are. Uh, Good hosts. Yep. They which uh-huh. gets expanded on in aliens because in the first alien it just kills everyone. But that was a, in the deleted scene. Uh, I don't know if you ever seen that, but there's a deleted scene with Dallas where he's got all that that shit around him. And, he's cocooned. Yeah, and, and he just looks at Ripley. Oh yeah, I have yeah. seen that. Yeah, and he looks at Ripley. He's like, "Kill me," and and she kills him. And they took that out of the theatrical. Yep. It's interesting. I don't think it's in in an extended. Maybe it is, but um. But I remember watching that deleted scene and being like, oh, that's cool, because a lot of times you'll see a deleted scene from a movie, you know, and then you're like, oh, well, if they had kept that in, then the sequel would have been way different. I can't really think of an example, but... Um, well, I feel like they do that exact thing in all of the Alien films. Like, someone's cocooned, wakes up, and is like, kill me. Uh, yeah, but it's, it's a callback to that deleted scene, though. Mm-hmm, um, right, but which that, is interesting. Yeah. That, I don't think it happens in Alien. Yeah, there's that woman they find. Did she say kill me? Yeah. Uh, do they kill her? They do. Uh, yeah, because they. It, I think it, they it bursts see... out right as it. Yeah, and they're like, they're like, what the oh, fuck is burn... that? Oh yeah, they burn her up. Yeah. Yeah. Burn her good. Yeah. Gross. Um. So, uh, same question for you, Jesse. When did your aliens? Dude, my. Oh man. I think the first alien film I saw was Alien Three. Ugh. And then <laughs> Alien Four. But my brother had all of the action figures of the aliens. He had, like, at least 15 of them. Mm-hmm. So I knew, like, what they were. And I don't think I saw aliens till I was probably in my double digits. Oh, yeah. Um, but I really liked aliens the most. Mm-hmm. 
But I was also a big Predator fan. I had watched Predator from a young age. And then we had some AVP comics. Like, my exposure to the franchise was, like, kind of all over the place. But once I got towards my teens, I started to really understand the the fear of the the franchise and Mm. fell in love with it. Um, It's it's so funny thinking about all these R-rated movies in the 80s that had these action figure lines yeah. like RoboCop and Rambo and I was and thinking aliens. about that today. I'm like, why did my parents buy those for my brother? Like, <laughs> here you go. Here's here's the I remember they all were like animal themed, so there was like a gorilla alien and you could push these buttons on his back and he would like grab you. He had like super grab and <laughs> super there, grab powers. <laughs> there was there was one that was like a snake, didn't have any arms. Super grab. And I'm <laughs> He could like Super grab good. other action figures, <laughs> but I'm like thinking my parents were like, "Oh, this will be good for Everett to play with. That'll this will keep him amused." I mean, he also had like Spider-Man. Did they ever toys. see the movies though? They had to have. Oh, I guess the taking there. I mean, you know, it's different. Like you... my my stepdaughters watch all sorts of like stuff that I would deem inappropriate for my biological children, like American Horror Story. Um, oh, Jesus, stuff like that. Like so, they watch that, that scares me. <laughs> yeah, the the oldest watches it, and then like Marion's been up there while she's watching it, and I guess they were watching one where like some kids get killed, and it was awful. And then Marion went, <gasps> and then she went up to the screen, and just pointed, and started laughing. I'm like, okay, well, uh, <laughs> I don't like that. No, but it's like, hey, if she can handle it, then whatever. You know, it's all fake, and but. But on the other hand, my, my other daughter is, like, very averse. To, we were watching Karate Kid, and she wanted to stop watching it because Daniel has, like, blood on his face after he rolls down the hill. Oh. And she's like, that's blood. That's real blood. I'm like, it's not real blood. That's fake. <laughs> it's, like, it's, a, it's, she, it's fake. She's like, I, I think she just didn't want to watch it because she was bored, but she was, like... She she got scared during Lost Boys and you because when you're oh, she yeah. was like two I'm like come on man it's cheesy but she you know, like it's it's fake it's fake it's fine stupid but, dad <laughs> uh, yeah, I I, I when I was visiting my daughter she they had the Dark Knight Rises on TV and I was like well I'm excited that she's watching Batman this is probably the most boring Batman movie for a two year old to be watching <laughs> the wait, the third one yeah what Batman Forever no Dark Knight Rises. Oh, oh. He did not say that. <laughs> he, all I heard was third Batman. I was thinking about aliens. Batman Rises? What, Batman Forever? <laughs> no. um, but uh, I think it's what's really great about the movie, and, and even we were rewatching it the other night, I kept thinking about this. Um, it's so, like, the there's something to be said about the practicality of, like, the puppets and everything that... You know, they only built like six alien suits and they they made it work. They made it work where you really feel like there's dozens of them. And if you don't believe that, watch like AVP, which has tons of CGI aliens. They do not look as good. And, and Alien Resurrection, you know, their aliens are swimming after them and they look so Which I thought that was a, a creepy scene when I was young. Yeah. Because I was like, oh, they're, they're, gonna, they're so fast in the water. But yeah, yeah looking at it now, just... You can't beat the practical. Yeah, and even like you were saying, Steve, about like the alien queen, like the first time you see her, you're just like, "What the fuck is that thing?" You know, and it's so it's terrifying. That is honestly, I think my favorite scene 
in all of cinema is when she's holding Newt and she pans over and there's no sound, but then you hear it breathing and it keeps cutting to like the egg sack, the egg coming out. And then it's like, it's up on its perch and it looks way bigger because they're shooting from down low, but the, the set that they built behind it has all of these giant black bones. And it actually looks like this giant, like spider all like <coughs> perched up there. Yeah. And I, I was actually watching the behind the scenes of the puppet. The body of it had two people inside. So it has like two little T-Rex arms, but then it has like two big arms on its outside. Mm -hmm. And so on the left side and the right side, th this person had one of the little arms and the big arm. And then on the other side, this person had the little arm and the big arm and they were like in it mm -hmm. as well as people on the outside that would like move its feet with like yeah. sticks. It was like quite an apparatus. Yeah. It's, I mean, it, and it looks incredible. Yeah. And it's, and it's really interesting because that's, that was something that James Cameron came up with. That wasn't something that, um, that was from the original or even like a, yeah, the, the concept of the queen. Right. And it, but you totally buy it. This looks like, um, this, you, you get it right away. You know, right away what you're, what you're looking at. Well, it's such a simple concept. The, yep. There are eggs. Something had to lay them. And then when you look at what they say, you know, they compare them to ants and bees. The queen is always way bigger yep. in, in ants and bees. Yep. It it makes total, like, sense in the terms of nature. Yep. And it's very terrifying. It, it is because, you know, you get, you get the sense right away that, okay, this, like, it's it's like the final boss, right? So this <laughs> this is this is the mother. This is this is the thing that's that's gonna fuck fucking like rip us apart. Um, and I think another one of the best aspects of that scene is the sound effect. You know, when she's laying the eggs, it just sounds so oh, yeah. gross. Um, you know, it's like an anus just like sputtering, like, like laying this thing, <laughs> and yeah, it's like panning across like the. The I egg sac, the, the egg sac, like yeah. the uterine tract, or I don't know, it, yeah. And it's just and this it's, like disgusting and like, like so loud, horrifying. Like, like I think yeah. one of the one of the scariest scenes in the movie is when Newt and Ripley are trapped in the room with the the facehuggers, because up until then we'd only seen the facehugger just jump out of the egg, mm -hmm. and to actually see them crawling around like little spiders or whatever. Yeah, that that like I, I think I saw the movie when I was like twelve or thirteen, and I was like, and like yeah, because they're so hate spiders, they're so, so like, fast oh. yeah. and powerful. Yeah, and if they get you, like you're as good as dead. Yeah, it's because they can't take it off of you, right? And it's gonna lay one in you. Well, right. they did take it off, but well, they, they shot it, it off. Like everyone to like pull it off, and that's what's so cool. What I was well, like they caught that... it right before it got on her face. Yeah. Yep. Like it's the tail wrapped around, but they yeah. they stopped the mouth part from getting on her. Yeah, yeah, that that's like that's the whole thing of like having something shoved down your throat. It's I don't know if they did they ever make like an allusion to like a, like a it's almost like a rape. Yeah, that's that's awful. exactly what they were thinking and when they wrote the first one. It's a horrifying like prospect of being trapped and having this thing you know injected into you and. Um, and also just this this tiny thing that can like launch at you from any direction and it's yeah. super strong like just that tiny the small little guy is a scary or scarier than like 
the actual aliens who are just going to rip you apart. Yep. Or, like, you know, put you in the cocoon or something. But this thing is, like, if it gets in you, you're fucked. Yeah. And it's it's kind of like trying to avoid a virus or something. Like, to tie it in with coronavirus, you know, it's you're just kind of panicking. Like, where the fuck is it? Oh, my God. Like, what, yep. what's, what's going to happen? And you really feel, like, especially with the child there, like. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. As uh, dads and well, Jesse's not. But, but still, it's just you have that innate. You have that feeling like you want to protect this kid, but you need to protect yourself as well, or else she's good as dead. Yeah, so I don't it, have any just, kids, but I was a, a ter- kid. Yeah, that's great. You can imagine. <laughs> so were we. You can imagine. You want to like anyone that's anyone that's defenseless or or like uh, vulnerable. That that's scary too, because you want to be able to protect them yeah. as much as yourself. And so that whole scene, uh, you know, you're just like, oh, fuck. Oh my so God. someone pointed <laughs> this out to me. Ripley and Newt are sleeping under the bed, and then you have uh, Burke carrying two giant containers of water with the face huggers, puts them in the room while they're sleeping, makes no noise, like tips them over, books it out of the room, locks the door. Is that what he does? Is that what happens? I don't know, but that, how did he do it? How well, no, did I mean, he get... is that what the scene is? They fall she wakes up and, and sees up. the tanks tipped over and empty, and so she knows they're in there. How did he pull that off? He was a great. Lesson. I just imagine he's like outside the door and like pushes it with a stick and like closes the door <laughs> really fast. Puts he's like just, a towel underneath he's like, where it like falls over so it's muffled. And <laughs> he like he builds this huge like apparatus. <laughs> he's he just waddles in there. He's like, oh Hudson's like, hey man, what are you doing? And he's like, oh, because it's even kind of far away from the door, isn't it? Where she sees it's been knocked over. I think there's a couple doors in the room. But I think it's plausible that he he like tipped it over and booked it, and it didn't make that much noise because there's still water in it, so it wouldn't be like ching ching ching. But they were like just a few feet away. Hmm. How did they not I hear it? Deep sleeper. Yeah. <laughs> they had been working hard, running on adrenaline for a while, and they're just collapsing. Yeah. Um, I think that it it's the story with Ripley. Um is uh and i and i watched this interview with james cameron where it is very believable in a sense her because you know your first thought as the audience is why would she ever go back you know like if she had this traumatizing experience Mm -hmm. why would she go back and it's like there's that catharsis for her like if i go and i see them being destroyed you know then i can yeah because at first she says no yeah no in a million years i'm going back she has the nightmare and she's like maybe i I should do this. Yeah. Like, you know, she straight up says, like, you're going to destroy them, right? And Burke's like, yeah, of course. And then he goes back on his word. Fucking asshole. Like any guy named Burke would do. (laughs) I think it's also facing the fear. Yeah, if you're having nightmares about things, you can face it again. And presumably this time it's not going to be as dangerous because you're going in prepared with Marines. And But, you know, they're clearly not. They're over it. They're underestimating what they're coming up against because, you know, they've solved every other problem through uh, shooting it, shooting and stuff like that. But but it's like they've never been. It's terrified. And once you're terrified, like the movie, the movie is not so subtly James Cameron's kind of critique of the Vietnam War and 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 his uh, his sort of frustration with the American military and. You know the the war that you know we shouldn't have fought anyway, and which is ironic because Jesse and I were just talking about Watchmen, and <laughs> mm-hmm. and that was you know a totally different ending to that. Um, 
but yeah, it, and it, and you see that throughout it where you know they Ripley's giving the, giving you know the telling, briefing. The briefing, yeah. Uh, I was gonna say pep talk, but that's not right. But um, and and they're just like yeah, like, they're so cavalier about it. They're just they, like Ugh, another bug hunt, like you know, just they they're like we we got this, we we'll figure yeah, it out. Yeah, just point us to them and we'll take care of it. And then they get in over their heads, that, literally faster than they can fire a pulse rifle. I love that bit when Sanchez is like, I just need to know one thing, where they are. And Ripley just looks at her dead in the face and is like, I hope you're right. And I'm getting chills. Like, Sigourney Weaver delivers that so well. Like, you're... Yeah. Yeah. It's just... I mean, you know, we talked about this when we were watching it. Like, she was nominated for an Oscar for that movie. Like, she... And it's well-earned. Like, even... I, I watched her performance very closely when we last watched it, like, as soon as they see, like, the cocoons and the aliens... Oh, start, you could see it on her face. She she grabs her chest, you know, she's, like, she's got that PTSD, like, all written all yeah, over her so face. sweaty. But I love that, so there's Gorman, who's, I don't know how the fuck he got promoted to lieutenant when he's never really oh, been... Oh, he, he had 48 um, simulations. Well, he'd never been, he, but he's never really been in combat, you know? So he that must have been like a nepotism hire or something. I was thinking about that. Well, they all don't. Uh, they don't give a shit about him. Again, I had a refresher before he came down, but they they, you know, they're saying like uh, this colony's been populated uh, or inhabited for like twenty years or something. Yeah. Like they they don't have any problems. Yeah. Um, so they're kind of like they're not really taking her seriously, but okay, yeah, we'll send some guys. In. But and she tries to tell them to she's like. There is a ship, you know, it's not from that planet. There's a ship crash there, and all the eggs are in stasis. Yeah. Like, they will only hatch if you mess with them and go in there and wake them up. But they're still at risk, so we need to go there. And all the all those suits are like, uh, no, yeah, no aliens, uh, you're crazy. And you blew up a big starship. You blew it up. <laughs> yeah, what, 57 years ago. So this is like <laughs> That's people, what I said. They're still like... They can't let it go. 50, let it go, man. Like... You seem to be doing well enough. Um, <laughs> so now you have this colony that's terraforming. And, um, but it, you know, I, I was a little upset that um, I didn't realize it until we were like halfway through that we weren't watching the extended cut. Yeah. Because you see like Newt's yeah. parents get to the ship and then her well, dad. Well, there's that whole a, scene that ties in. Show, or there's yeah, a scene at the very there. beginning where it shows the colonists. Right. And he's like, there's some guy out there, and he's asking about if he finds something, who gets rights to it? And he's like, oh, he'll get rights to it. And they're talking about that ship because his parents find it. Yeah. And then they get taken out, like, immediately. It's it's actually a, a similar scene. There's a similar scene in uh, Terminator 2 when Dyson is walking through uh, the, the halls of uh, Cyberdyne. Um, <laughs> like, it's, it's shot kind of the same way from, like... Oh, where they're, like, talking? Yeah. And, Kind of West Wing style, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. That's we got to do that one because that movie's thirty years old. We got to do that one next. Terminator Two. Terminator Two. Yeah, dude, it's great. Yeah, that's a fun movie. Um, I think that, um, you know, showing the, <clears throat> the, it was much better done in this movie than the first movie, and obviously, first movie is more of like haunted house in space, and this one, um, <clears throat> the show. Yeah, showing the the corporate greed and showing how the the human lives were expendable, I think that it's it was sort of the last time you could get away with that thought process. Like, well, you know, we'll have like the expendable human characters and um, and you know the corporation just wants the the alien for for you know to weaponize it, weaponize it or whatever you know. And then it's like 
and then they did that like six or seven more times throughout the uh, franchise yeah yeah they just kept trying to relive it and like well you know if you thought that the queen was scary what about uh like you know i don't even know what other aliens i mean you would know better like what other like variants and it just keeps getting like cheesier and cheesier because the thing about the first two movies is there's is the fear like not just like the actual animal or the actual alien is is terrifying but the fear of it too is what drives people crazy because it's like well yep. we're so fucked like there's you know and you kind of think about it like wow you only have four hours until this explodes and yeah you very well could be dying so you'd have to come to terms with that like might not make it out of this but we have to do what we can and so ellen kind of has that attitude like and so does hicks like you need to calm down and just you know because if you panic it doesn't really matter either way like you panic you're still gonna die so you may as well try to like keep your head level and she kind of tells that to hudson and he comes yeah. around and then he does. they definitely <laughs> stack up the conflict because you know half the squad gets wiped out like well, immediately <laughs> the first hour of the film is all build up yeah. and then they're talking about how badass the marines are and they're showing off and they look all cool my team of ultimate badasses yeah. and i will yeah. protect they you get taken down like immediately so they're down yeah. to like 50 percent. then they just start getting picked off then there's the the exhaust leak so the planet's gonna explode then they're down to like four three or four of them then newt gets taken and it's like no we're gonna save newt and then it's just down to Ellen going on her own down yeah. into the to, to save her, and then it's Queen time. It's uh, you know, and the movie has such a great pace to it. I think where I, you know, movies like that they just they don't really do that anymore. They don't have that slow burn into it where yeah. it, it feels very earned getting to the planet because other you know, like uh, the 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 new Predator that we watched, the Shane Black one, it just. It just wasted its, you know, its premise and its potential. Um, that first half hour. Yeah. What happened in that? I, nothing good. <laughs> I mean, well, no, that's not true. I mean, there was some good stuff in it, but. Um, well, it was. I mean, it, it started off okay, just like kind of derailed from there when they had like the super predator thing. Yeah. It yeah. was trying to kidnap. I, it was trying yeah. to kidnap this autistic kid. I don't know. Yeah, the, uh, an army got, or a soldier made contact and he stole the mask and the shoulder cannon, mailed it to his son back in the states for some reason. The son was this is, also this odd. is the original predator from no this no, is, no, no this, this is a new one from like 2018. No, I mean, no, no, like, no. Did he oh, find the mask that no no he he like um, fought one yeah uh, and took it down right I think he killed it yeah and he took the mask and the cannon. His son just happened to be autistic and like a savant in terms of languages, was able to decode the predator language, and then it just turned into trying to stay one step ahead of getting killed. Yeah, well, that's Thomas. <laughs> but Keegan-Michael Key was funny. Uh, Thomas no, James, you know, they're funny. It's like how many times the, the great thing about the predator is what we talked about was that it, was, it starts out as this action movie, like, typical 80s like all these macho dudes with huge muscles fighting like, soldiers awesome. that first yeah, half like blowing them apart they're, they're just, just fighting other people yep. yeah it's like easy mode they're not even taking any shots you're just like boom 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 we're so pro at this you yeah. know but then they same thing with like alien they they become terrified at this thing that they've never fought before that they're not prepared for for prepared for four <laughs> and they start um, getting picked off and so it's really interesting to see these guys have to adapt to that and not like these strong dudes yeah they start to so, unravel they aren't so strong anymore because this thing is 
stronger and faster and you know deadlier scarier and and that's why it's a good movie it's fun to watch but then you, you just can't keep repeating that so you yeah. can just make up new well, shit. Well, yeah, like, and in oh, the course of that super film... Super Predator, isn't that scarier than the normal Predator? That's exactly what they do. No, I'd still it, be, like, plenty scared all of the, the All of the new Predator movies have to work in some kind of Super Predator, and I hate it. Yeah. But predator the, is scary and intimidating enough. Just stick with that. It's not, And it's not just the, the Predator itself. It's the entire idea of, you know, the, the fear, uh, the fear of the Predator, you know, the actual encounter with it and all that stuff and well yeah they don't show it for a while like it's following them it's always it's duplicating the voice which is scary so you hear it then you see it pick up the scorpion and you see its hand and it's like got the claws and you're like okay this is this is something smart because it can talk and it can track them but you don't see it so that's a great way of building the tension yeah you you know they don't know what's coming you don't know what's coming um and an alien kind of same thing like it's yep. just because fear really does like just make you lose all sense you know like hudson's just freaking out and we're gonna die and it's just not it's just not helpful you know like he's making it worse by doing that and, well this um, is what i told jj i think that him losing his cool is kind of deliberate for the stereotype of like an uneducated soldier who maybe just kind of joins up to fight or wants to fight or something yeah, like that. He's a knucklehead and yeah. Um, but he he. Uh, you know he's so he so quickly loses his cool. He's he's just he's you know he's just a meathead who was excited to kill stuff probably and yeah. and then when he's when he's in actual danger, that's that's when he you know immediately goes. Yeah, and then goes, goes then bananas. it turns into <laughs> Ellen being the most prepared because she's. She's faced it. I I love that she she actively becomes the hero throughout. She becomes this. the leader. Yeah, like Gorman, like so quickly. He he doesn't know. Like when they're all getting killed, he's like he's just he, he, he's, he's, he has he's like, no clue what the fuck to do. Apom. Yeah. Apom. It sounds like he says apom, but it's apone, right? Yeah. Apone. Yeah. Apone. It sounds like he's saying apom. He's like uh, 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 come back, and you're just like, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah, here? and he's like. Can't have any firing in there. I want you to collect magazines from everyone. And then, of course, you have the the dumbass Marines that are like, yep, yeah, here's our ammo. And then they put their own ammo in. Yeah. And that's what causes the leak right. that makes the planet explode. Yeah. Because they, well, they didn't shoot anything. They, they could have probably would have all wound up dead anyways right. at that point. Right. Yeah, probably. I mean, probably. You can't I mean, shoot the but well, they would have had more time. It's a, it's a good, um, and it's a good, like, uh, it's a good plot device. It, it is, and having the alien have the acid blood too makes sense because it's like you, you can't just like, like if you shoot at close yeah. range, then you're gonna and that's die what happens. too. You yeah. know, they do get some kills in, but um, it kills uh, Frost or not Frost, um, the blonde guy. Scarface. Uh, what's his name? Kraus. Uh, Crow? Craven? <laughs> <laughs> Not Crow. Uh, the 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 blonde guy that has the smart gun was Vasquez. Like, yeah. I don't remember. No. Her boyfriend. Oh, wait. I, I don't remember his name. I remember the actor's name, oh but I don't remember God. the character's name. I, the actor's name is Mark Ralston. Drake. Drake. That's yeah. it. Like, he gets burned. Yes. Yeah. And it's really... Uh, kind of cheesy he gets yeah. burned and then I, they see he, all of a sudden he has his prosthetic and it looks like uh emperor palpatine's face and 
uh, Revenge of the Sith, you know? And it's just like, it looks <laughs> yeah, like it's we... not like raw at all. It looks like it's already <clears throat> scarred and healed. Yeah, all of a sudden, like, what? Uh, uh, but then, yeah, Hudson's arm gets burned. Then Hicks, towards the end, gets burned yeah. on his armor. So they're hard to kill. Yep. And let's just pay homage to this all wouldn't have been possible without Geiger's creature design. Yeah. And without them finding his design yep. and being like, hey, we want this in our movie. Mm-hmm. And I was telling JJ this. If they had just done a lesser creature creator, this whole movie could have very easily just become like one of those creature features that yeah. were really bad. Yeah. Well, who is the original? You showed us a like, really awful pick. Well, Dan uh, O'Bannon... Yep. Who was the original Dan, screenwriter? Dan Bannon or was, Dan O'Bannon? Dan O'Bannon was yeah. screenwriter. Yeah, that Jeez. where the, he gave the alien like eyes when it right. just burst. it was like a sketch, but he and was it, probably it, saying like it's gonna come out and it's gonna look kind of like yeah. this. But it just looked it, like it, it was looked, like Aah. it looked like a muppet or something. Yeah. It just looked so. It looked yeah. like it, it looked, looked like, like a long crane. It looked like those pictures that people you know those those memes that people made of like when Venom was coming out. They put like googly eyes on Venom. <laughs> it just, it just looks silly. Not intimidating. Yeah. yeah. And but it was just a concept thing, you know. Right, right. Do, 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 do. But having put a clown nose on it, who cares? <laughs> it's just concept. But but having you know this this monster that doesn't have eyes, or for all intents and purposes, doesn't have eyes, doesn't have ears. You know, it's just hissing at you. It's constantly oh, drooling. Yeah. It's just, it's a terrifying thought, you know. And I kind of thought that, you know, it's funny when we were watching Honey I Shrunk the Kids the other day. And they make friends with that ant. I'm like, oh yeah, that's what I. It's like I, I think they of, kind of are like giant ants. Yeah, and but like, where they wouldn't, they don't. They wouldn't have like a morality about what they're doing. It's just, it's just you know, kill it's and instinct. Breed. Yeah, and yeah. they, but also they, but there's, they have some some intelligence, in, some intelligence because it's like you know, it's like oh they cut the power. It's like wow they cut the power, yeah. man. They're animals. And it's when like, he, they fig, they figure stuff out. There's the other deleted scene with the uh, the turret guns, yep. where it's just like shooting and shooting and shooting, and then they realize like we can't get through this way, and she's like, oh, they must be trying to find another way into the compound. Yeah, yeah. So they 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 can sense like, oh, this is meat that we can either yeah we can either eat, fuck, or, yeah, <laughs> or use to reproduce. Uh, <laughs> you gotta get off that, JJ. <laughs> but but it's true. It's um it's you know they. They have some sort of intelligence, sort of like the raptors in Jurassic Park. You know, they they start to figure mm. stuff out, and it makes them much more dangerous and and, te- and terrifying. I remember the you know the raptors in when I saw Jurassic Park, you know, scared the hell out of me. You know, and the mm-hmm. T-Rex scared the hell out of me too. It's just like, I mean, the the sound design with the motion trackers, where it's just the clicking yeah. until there's motion, then it's the beeping, and that scene where it's coming for them and. You know, it's coming from all over. They can't see him, and Hicks finally looks up in the ceiling, and they're just crawling silently. Yeah. That's really terrifying. Yeah, it's it's really scary, and and then you know the the shot where like they're trying to close the door and it jumps out at them. Yeah. It's just you know, as far as like jump scares go, like I mean, aliens. But that was like a jump scare in an already fast action scene. Yeah, it wasn't like a slow scene, and they're right. going to jump and scare you. There's, there's a. It's funny because there's a couple of jump scares in the first movie, um, but that was like, you know, done so effectively, where there's or like the one with Dallas. Yeah, there's this just dread just building up, like you know it's coming, mm-hmm. and it still scares you. So maybe it's maybe it's doing it a disservice to call it a jump scare, but well, um, when the alien. 
comes out of his chest. Is that dumb? no, no, no? I, I mean, when it's in the vent and it's like, oh, it's right behind you, and yeah, because they're like watching him on the monitor. Yeah, it's is kind this of in the first movie or second the first movie, movie. Right. but but it's similar in the second movie because they're just watching like this horde of yeah dots. You see all the blips. Yeah, but it's it's just it's getting there's closer. There's so many closer. dots that it basically looks like this cloud. And that's the thing; they only had six suits, so they couldn't show an army of them. Yeah, but they show. The display and that's, with all these dots, and that that you know that idea of being less less is more was so effective because it you're immediately like you as the audience you're putting all the aliens there in your head yeah um and and I it's really effective and really uh, really makes for a very tense scene and and the other thing that Cameron talked about in his interview was that they they simplified the suit when they were making it he's like. You know, so we would deliberately shoot it in ways where it was always kind of obscure um, because the the human brain needs very little information to put together you what mean they're looking at. In terms at. of, like, detail on the suit? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. And they hired, like, acrobats and stuff. Yeah. To... I noticed, you know, we rewatched Alien as well. That suit looked, it looked like it was designed much more for the alien to be standing upright. Right. Whereas in Aliens, they look more... Like they crawl on all fours. They're 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 kind of like uh, like grasshoppers or something where they they do a yeah. lot of leaping and um, like their legs fold back. Right, and and it's so simple. And they're always it, in like a tight spot. Right. So simplifying it that way and and showing it just in close up or just in wides, you know. So because again, a lesser director, a lesser writer, you know, would have just had show the aliens just walking towards them or yeah. running towards them, and it would have just looked fucking the stupid. The scene when they're in the water and they grab Newt. It, is that the puppets? Yeah. That's great. Yeah. Yeah, when it, like, rises out of the... It's, like, behind her and yeah, it comes up. that is very scary. And especially, you know, like Steve was saying before, like, being a dad. And you just immediately... You can't get to her. And yeah. Just they're like, they're oh so God, close. They're, yeah. they're cutting through yeah. and... You just have that feeling of hopelessness. Like, yeah. Uh, yeah. And even Ripley, when she finds the watch and she yeah. thinks she's gone and then hears her scream yeah. and just charges in. Yeah. And I, I love the the heroic nature that Ripley has, that she just, you know, it, like I said before, she has that terrified look on her face. And, you know, when she starts to see the monsters again, but then, but then like when she has to, yeah. she's taking charge. She and that's, kicks. that's the key. It's out of necessity yeah. that she steps up. Yeah. It's not necessarily she's trying to be like a hero or brave or anything. Right. It's more like this needs to yeah. be done. Uh, yeah, it's good. Like when she's coming down the uh, elevator, she's like closing her eyes. And she's like preparing herself. Trying to center and takes a deep breath. Yep. And then, yep. Yeah, it's good stuff. It, you know, and I think that, uh, you know, like James Cameron, he wrote, he wrote her in a really great way where she's, she, you know, was, I don't know, maybe the first like female action hero, maybe not the first, but, um, but really like one of the most memorable and for a reason because, you know, she, she has feminine qualities and she does take on a very motherly role with um, with Newt but also but when she has to conquer her fear and she you know ends up being the leader and kicking ass and everything it I never for a second doubted it I never sat there going well this doesn't feel earned or whatever like no like I was on board oh, yeah. the entire time yeah she becomes uh, I wouldn't say like a mother to people but she's she's this voice of reason trying to get everyone you know she's trying to help Gorman like 
he's freaking out and he's, he, you know and she keeps he's not doing head. anything she's just she's like fuck it i'm gonna do it now yeah yeah um, i think she does then, take on a mother role and then hicks too. kind of yeah. uh hicks gets on board with her he has a lot of respect for her and want you know he's that, not he's not your typical guy like no i'm in fucking charge we're gonna do this he realizes yeah. that's what makes him like a good what is he the commander now so it makes him yeah. good at it because he's it's yeah when he's next in command he doesn't everybody. necessarily like he still he still like comes up with the plan but doesn't he defer- he doesn't order everyone around right he also defers to her right expertise in that because he's you know and I like that it isn't a love story it's very much like they're connecting on a mutual respect for each other um, well, they definitely like each other. Well, well, yeah, but his but, name's Dwayne, so it probably yeah. won't work out. <laughs> well, I, you know, and, and I, sorry to any Dwayne's. But again, it comes, <laughs> it comes down to him. He's thinking, you know, they're trying to think logically. Yeah. Like fear really isn't an option. Yeah, you're going to be afraid, but you have to, you, you only have so many choices. So you can yeah. be afraid and just panic and die, or you can give, you know, give it a shot and die. But at least you gave it a shot. So they're trying to, and it really makes you feel like, fuck, what would I do in that situation? You only have so many you know, well, I'd, I'd die. I would be dead. Would you? <laughs> You've got an aversion to guns, so yeah. Well, there like, is I'm that. not using that fucking thing. Well, I might miss yeah, it. That's like when they hand Bishop the gun and he just gives it right back yeah, to cool. Ripley. He's like, I don't need this. I can handle an alien. <laughs> At the end, psych. Um, no, it's, you know, it's funny with that because uh, I was rereading some comics. Uh, so there's uh, Batman versus aliens and then there's Superman versus aliens. And I was telling Jesse about the the Superman one, where it's it's after Superman has had to kill uh, these Kryptonian criminals, um, and he feels so guilty about it that he like that he considers not being Superman anymore. Then he comes across the aliens, um, like he's on a, a starship and his powers are failing, and he's like, and and they're like, you know, we have to kill these things. He's like, I won't do it. Like they're sentient creatures. They they don't know any better. This is just who they are. And but then like in the Batman one, it takes place in like the some some rainforest, and um, and he and he's like, and he's just immediately he's like, no, they, these things are too dangerous. We have to kill them. That's awesome. <laughs> it's just that's a Chad move. Like, why wouldn't Superman? I mean, come on. Like maybe the Superman not understand like what they are. They're all they. All they want to do is just like kill and take over things. And... It's 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 more about his it's his moral dilemma. It's written very well, where he's just like they're like ripping people apart. They're like, help us! He's like, I just don't know. They're like, oh my god! Well, I mean, he he fights them and and protects people, but he doesn't want to kill them because in his mind they're sentient creatures and it's not okay to kill them. But even though he's you know, gonna eat they... like a hamburger later, you know, if they really? <laughs> no, I just no. made that up. But so, so, if they took over <laughs> a planet and ran out of people would they just die off yeah it's a question it's a, like because um, they, well they don't have starships you know, you know they well they're from. on the one ship which that's not their ship the, it, right exactly that's explained in in uh ridley scott's later films but yeah. <laughs> oh well in alien 10 don't they like uh sprout fucking, <laughs> sprout fucking wings or like uh <laughs> naturally they grow these Dude, the fact ejection. that you said that, like, so straight. <laughs> they grow ejection ports on their back, and they produce, like, natural, like, gas. Their bodies produce gas, and they act like fucking uh, jetpacks. That that well, would be a sequel, though. What you're the con- the oh, con- that makes sense. I mean, not, I, you know, uh, there's some things I like and don't packs. like about, you know, Prometheus and Covenant, but the fact that they were designed as weapons makes that idea hold up that 
they will keep reproducing until until a planet is completely destroyed. Um, yeah, but it's is also that what the progenitors, the creators, the white progenitors. Dogs, isn't that what they're called? The, the engineers. The white, oh, the engineers. They create the aliens. What, the hell is, what did you call word? them? Progenitors. Is that what? even a word? Yeah, progenitor. It's like the the person who creates. You know the. It's like the Genesis, like you're like the no, progenitor. I'm, no. I'm mm-hmm. it up. It's a word. Okay. I, I guess I should look at the. In that, in those <laughs> movies, the aliens were designed as like biological warfare items. Yeah. To use on what enemy planets or something? Oh, okay. I don't remember because I hate those movies. Yeah, they're not. They're not very good. I watched them. Well, I like Covenant, movies. but <laughs> Prometheus just. Should watch it after this, actually. Mm. <laughs> um, yeah, the I mean, but going back to you know, it, again, we don't really get any answers other than like, who's laying the eggs, right? And I think mm-hmm. they, they say that in the movie, right? Like, well, who's laying the eggs? Right. Um, and they, um, and I really like that. You know, we we figured that out, but that's really all we need. You know, we didn't need to know, we didn't need to see their home planet. We didn't need to see their origin, and and arguably, you know, I thought when Ridley Scott was doing, was talking about that, I was like, oh, we're doing like a prequel to Aliens. I was like, it's like, eh, like, I just. Well, I'll, I, I, I will say, in the original Alien, when they go on the ship, find the eggs, and there's the skeleton of the giant pilot in the seat, like mm-hmm. that was always so intriguing to me that you never found out what that was, and when I found out they were gonna show who, what that was, I I was very excited. I'm like, oh man, I I can't wait to see what it is. And what we got were the engineers, and it was not very. It it didn't. It was nothing unique. For for as much as we were praising Damon Lindelof in our Watchmen episode about Watchmen, I think they dropped the ball with. Just Prometheus. It was nothing new. It was like, it was an advanced species that was creating life, and like it was just such a human approach to creating a, a race. In my mind, you got to think outside the box with alien races. Maybe um, maybe my standards are too high, but um, it it just didn't wow me. No, it it, it didn't. Um, so, so real quick, progenitor, a direct ancestor, okay, and or originator of a line of descent, a precursor, an, an originator, a founder. So well, that's true, and that's all right. They're progenitors. That's what I never heard that I, word in my life. What <laughs> I did like yeah. about the Prometheus and Covenant films is. The engineers create the humans who created the synthetics, and then the you know the synthetic David is the one who who ends up uh, destroying the engineer race and also creating the alien line we know yeah. from the precursor line. So that I thought was a really cool blending of themes and motifs, where you have you know the 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 parent figure and their child, and then the child rises up and destroys the parent. It's very mythological mm-hmm. in in Greek yep. um, mythology, so I, I liked that blend of elements. Um, I just it, in doing all that and in creating all that, it took away what we were talking about—that fear that the original creature had. Mm-hmm. You know, when you dissect it and know everything about it and where it came from, and it, it just—it's not as scary anymore. Right. I mean, it's, it's boring too. Just like you know. Boring. I well, you know, it's guy peers and all this stuff. It's it's kind of like uh, the you know the Joker in the in the Dark Knight. Like you don't really get his history. He just kind of shows up and you know 
Less is more. Wreaks havoc, exactly. And, then, and that's that's a that's a thing that, you know, I, I, I praised, a, you know, A Quiet Place for doing that, you know, being very, just having like just a couple of monsters. You never really get that great of a look at them, at least until the end, because it's just, you don't need it. And you there's just, also no explanation of where they came from or right. it, it's why just, they're there. The, the fear of that, you know, much like a- aliens, it's just... This at any time, this thing could just show up and kill us. It's yeah, and you also don't know what it's gonna do. So in your mind, it's like once that thing shows up, I'm just dead. Like I can't fight it, you know. Yeah. So it's kind of like when they're shooting the aliens. It's like, oh, we can kill them. We can kill them. But then once you're out of the ammunition, uh, like what are you gonna do? Right. And, and um, so that's that's what goes into the fear. So when you have like an overload of aliens or like just like crappy CG and. All this shit, it just yeah, it sucks. belittles it. It's, just, it's like that new game that's that it's called Alien Fire Team or something, and it's just getting roasted online because it's just it's not scary. There's nothing scary about it. like I'm going in with my squad of three dudes online and we're gonna shoot all the fucking aliens, man. You get a fucking flamethrower and a laser gun, and they're just like running down this corridor and they're acting not like aliens. Like an alien's not gonna like be stupid and just like stand there and like. It's gonna try to hide under this crate, and you just shoot through, you know, like yeah. Because and, and so it's just kind of like you don't get it. You don't get what's scary about it. Yeah, there's having that. You know, this creature, it, it isn't stupid. It is going to defend itself. It understands when it's in danger, and is constantly yeah. running on adrenaline and instinct. And you know, and, and even the well, queen. Do we know if it has adrenal glands? Well, I don't, I don't know. know. Maybe it's running on something. Similar to adrenaline, I think in some Pure of the expanded stuff, I read rage. like it. I read it actually doesn't need oxygen, so it it can swim. Yeah, and it could. I I don't know if it could survive in space because the cold, but it can survive like super hot and super cold. Hmm. Well, there are creatures like that. I'm not sure. Don't they? What uh, insects? Don't they have like weird little things that they breathe through? What are they called? I can't remember. Lungs. Lungs? No, I don't no, know. no, for insects. But no, I know, it, I know what you're talking about. It's kind of thing about the alien. It's like it looks like it could be, it looks like insect-like, but there's clearly like something just out of the, you know otherworldly about it, which yeah. makes it like the, the double mouth. Yeah, the, 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 the original image that they found of Geiger's, I think it's wow. called Necronom Four. Mm-hmm. It's it's the upper body of the alien. It looks identical, but the lower body it has like really feminine legs because all his artwork was very sexual and stuff like that but they yeah, i think feminine, feminine legs what do you mean like female legs like female like human, human legs. legs they they look like it in the original painting yeah. just um, imagine it wearing heels and <laughs> Dude, <yes>. but <laughs> i feel like they they kept they kept some of that with the design like you know the head yeah, everything's very sleek and slender about it yeah obviously it's it's less humanoid but right hmm. well that's you know it, you know, you talking about the like the guns, like it's just you know when you run out of ammunition or whatever. I think having the payoff with the power loader uh, at the end with Ripley fighting <clears throat> the alien queen. You know, when we were talking about it, when we were watching it. It's such a cool sequence because it's like you know. So here's the alien queen that's like the the biggest alien she's had to fight, and it has and it also has the double mouth, which is also big, yeah. and it's just. It's such a it's such an awesome scene, just them like, you know, going at it uh, against each other, and and there's real tension because, you know, we we're like we're sitting here going like, 
at the time watching it's like it, does she survive like you know is she is, the queen might kill everybody you know we don't really know what's going to happen um, yeah, it's even even when she's using it it's, she's still like totally vulnerable which yeah like, freaks me out when when i watch yeah, it because it could just it's all open it's like yes you know so she's taking like a big risk even using that thing and i, I also like how there's no music playing during that Think yeah, you hear like the um, hydraulics of like the feet. Yeah, it, no, the music doesn't pick up till they fall in the airlock. Yeah, and then you know, yeah. she's like using little, you know, she's got the little flamethrower, little gadgets. Yeah, it's yeah. kind of useless. <laughs> yeah, it just uh, it just sort of pisses it, it off. <laughs> the the creepiest or one of the creepiest parts about the queen, I think, is when it's trying to get Newt and it like pulls the grate up and its hand reaches in. Its its hand is like as big as this glass. Yeah, you it's know, like a it's, big dinner plate in the hand, just like, like this giant thing reaching in. It's yeah. very scary. Ron James picking up a basketball. Did you do that or some other? Shaq. Yeah, it's Shaq. Okay, big old mitt coming in. Yes. <laughs> oh, it's funny. Like in the the one scene when I think when she's when Ripley's driving the the power or the APC. The, yeah, the APC. Like the hand comes in. It's like a cat. It's like whoosh, whoosh. it's like swiping at her. Like whoosh, whoosh. yeah. She's like oh. oh, oh. That's, oh yeah, yeah. Kind of remind me of that. Mm. Yeah, yeah, it's. I mean, it, that movie really. You know, I mean, those first two movies are really great in experiments and in, in how how to really make a successful horror film. You know, because you have this element of there's a we're trapped in here with a monster, and and it's just and the stakes just keep getting higher and higher. You know, like we've been talking about. So it's like okay, so we're trapped in here with a monster. The place is gonna explode. Yeah. And the kid gets kidnapped. Then the sh- then the ship isn't there. When meanwhile they're getting less and less people as it goes on. Yeah, and they keep losing folks. It's almost like the humans have to adapt, you know, as much as the aliens have to. The the, the aliens adapt, you know, to their surroundings, and mm-hmm. they're adapting to changing situations with the humans. Oh, you know, like we're gonna go through the vents and come down because they lock the doors and this and that. The humans have to adapt. You have to adapt to every situation, or you're you're just gonna die. And there's always the chance that you're not going to be successful. Yeah. And uh, again, they really show that with like Hudson freaking out, and it's like, yeah, I could see how it'd be easy to just give up, like just give up. You know, there's only 14 minutes left to get the girl. Just give up. But you know, he's like, no, I can't do that. I, I have to go. I have to try if there's a chance. Um, yeah. So it's a really good. Uh, you take a lot of advice from it. I think like real world advice because you put yourself in their shoes. It seems like hopeless situation, but there's hope. But you just got to keep moving and do shit. Yeah, and that's what they do. Like, well, we just got to make a decision and go with it. Or, um, unfortunately, even though Hudson comes on board, he gets dragged in. Just I mean, he goes out in a blaze of glory for sure. Yeah. And the question is, like, you know, like we were talking about, like, tipping on the other hand, does he does he get killed or does he get cocooned? And Ooh. it's like you don't even want to think about it. And, but the positive thing is, is that even if he did get cocooned, the whole fucking planet blew up. So yeah, yeah. So there you go. We you know safe from that. Happy ending either way. Uh, <laughs> well, yeah, it's, you know, it's, more like put out of his misery. Yeah, put well, out of his misery. So Bill Baxton. It's it's funny because Bill Baxton is the only actor to be killed by a Terminator, Predator, and an alien. I think, yeah, I think that's that's cool. I think that's interesting. Is he killed what, in Terminator? He's he's, he's one of the he's one of the biker guys. Yeah, he's like laundry day, nothing clean, right? Nothing clean. He's, he has right. like the crazy mohawk. Yeah, uh, I haven't seen Terminator one as much as the second one. Yeah. 
That's good. And good. then when he gets killed, which predator does he get killed in? Uh, predator, predator two, two with, with Danny, Danny Glover, Glover, who is the obvious successor to <laughs> Arnold yeah. Schwarzenegger. Oh, shit. <laughs> dad ain't like pissed off dad like <laughs> god damn it I'll fucking fight this thing I'm too old for this shit yeah Predator uh, 2 is not what bad what else did like get killed in uh, aliens 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 oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the thing we've been oh, talking yeah. about for the past hour oh, yeah. oh goodness uh, gentlemen this has been an absolute delight um, it's always it's always so much fun getting into these conversations and um and finding the you know for as much as it's it's fantasy obviously but you know finding the the reality in it you know is really what I, I love digging into that stuff uh, you know like Steve you know you were talking about you know finding the hope even in this hopeless situation and um, it's such and it's true it's you know not that and any of us can relate to being trapped in a exploding thing with you know bloodthirsty aliens mm, you I know, can but. That's it's the same thing. It applies. It really does. And when, you know, it's like, well, of course it has, you know, it has a human meaning to it because humans wrote it and, and they take those insights, you know, what's scary, what's, what's, what, you know, what causes you to be hopeless or feel hopeless and how do you get through that? And, and that, well, even that, when you know that the odds are so high. Um, well, that's what sets it apart from, from the sequels that just, that just focused on kind of the gore or oh, the action or the action. It just, uh, you know, it's like that. Well, you're, you're missing that human element that really made these first two movies, especially aliens, you know, just so understandable, you know, you could just, yeah. Raw. Yeah. yeah. It, it's, I think it, it shows more respect to the characters. They're not just like, I, I remember watching AVP and just thinking like, like uh, when, um, what's his name? Ewan Bremner who played Spud and train spotting. He's like in the cocoon and, it's just like silly and stupid. It's like you don't you don't care. Like the movie doesn't make you care about these people. It's just kind of a joke and dumb and like, you know, oh, you know what's happening next? This dude's fucked. He's so fucked. Oh my god, there's violence and it's just like, it doesn't make you think. It doesn't make you like feel anything. It's just like fun violence, which is fine, but it just, it you know, I think it's just. It could be better. Great example of why you should just cut it off you know like the first movie is a you know great setup and all this stuff happens in the second movie you go back and kind of finish it and then like you keep going it's 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 almost time to make it make a different franchise make new characters like in that universe that's what i something. thought about i don't know what i think it was the predators we watched with adrian brody like that would almost be better as just an independent alien film because mm-hmm. there's a lot of there's a lot to like about it I don't like the super predator stuff though. Yeah, that's that's, that's a fun movie, but yeah. It's... Are there ultra predators? Like, what could be what could be scarier than a predator? It's bigger. Oh my god! It's, it's it like took out Arnold Schwarzenegger's team. A super predator! Holy fuck! Oh my god! Hey, well, here's here's a here's a ultra predator that's predator. that's two Holy predators. Holy shit! Yeah. Well, that's I thought the the one that two joined together. Well, the the predator alien hybrid thing from Requiem. I mean, that's something they of... explored in the comics often. Maybe was it ABP Requiem? Yeah. It's, it oh, it's bad. It's not very good. I don't think I watched it, but it's it bad. Like keeping all the but shitty that, sequels. But that design was cool. So I like yeah, that. except those dreads. Why the <laughs> fuck would that happen? Why did that happen in that movie? Because the alien, sex the facehugger, you know, got it, Predator. Oh. And so 
that's you know the aliens that whatever they hatch from carry on traits. Oh, okay, of, yeah, that's right. So there's like the dog alien and stuff. Yeah, that's an alien three. Yeah, alien three, and then which oh, does okay. make sense that it would have. Sucks no, it does. The, it sucks up the DNA. Yeah, DNA sucker. So what if it did it to like a really shitty animal, like a, like a platypus? Imagine like a turtle, like. Well, those, I mean, they at least have the... Hey, dude, let me tell you. My brother poisonous, had all the action figures barbs. of all the animals. There was a scorpion uh, scorpion alien. How does that work, though? What? That's too small. Yeah. <laughs> they have tiny mini, like... Face hugger? The alien queen's like, all right, you know... You know <laughs> New game plan. Let's, let's all come together here and talk about this. Because, like, right now, we're only infecting, like, animals big enough to, you know, host these eggs. So we really got to think, rethink things here. Can we get... Tiny. <laughs> well, actually, there is there awesome. in the Batman. You need a mini queen to do this. In like, in the I? they have like a shrink ray. <laughs> like, yeah. Here we go. There's a there's a in the Batman Aliens one. One of the aliens gets on a crocodile. So there's like huge monstrous looking one. That was kind of cool. Hmm. Um, like, here's my question though: How the fuck does a face hugger face hug a crocodile without the crocodile just like? Killing it. Well, killing it. I they, guess when you hold the crocodile's mouth shut. Well, they got around that. Re- they got around that in a really good way in the comic, is that they show the egg opening and the crocodile looking scared, and then they cut to the croc the thing popping out of the crocodile. That's shut it. That's yeah. it. <laughs> they don't actually show cheap, it. Cheap move. <laughs> so it happened off camera. Yeah, thinking with the the big brain. Um, all right, gentlemen, this is. This has uh, been a ton of fun. Uh, we will definitely be back soon talking Terminator 2, uh, Turtles 2, of course, another masterpiece there. Um, yeah, we got, we, got a lot to, we got a lot to cover this year. Did you see they're, they're making a new Turtles game? I, saw that. I did see that. Yeah, it, looks pretty, it looks pretty cool, but I'm always – every I, time I, I see one, I'm like – I'll wait until it comes out and see how it is because so I love, many are just garbage. I love the retro style though, the the yeah. left to right. And yeah. I know the cool. I know the company company that's doing it. The they made some decent games. They're like decent. They're good. They're solid. But hopefully they can make this even better. But yeah, I think it'll be like, fun. Yeah. People are like, are they gonna bring back like a '90s style cartoon and stuff? I hope not. It's another thing that we went back and watched and was like. That was, was great. <laughs> yeah. Bad animation. Basically, it was made to like sell the toys. Yeah, exactly. And there's a lot of 80s cartoons were. But... Right. Yeah. All right. We are signing off. Just uh, be careful of any uh, any wayward derelict ships that don't belong there don't trust any corporation uh money suit guys if you see paul burke or you see paul riser <laughs> tell, tell him to you might want to talk to a uh you know professional because if you're seeing things that don't exist like <laughs> paul burke a character from a movie like something's going on it's another thing just a you know one last thing like in prometheus and other stuff how stupid the people are like let's go down to this alien planet and just take our masks off and immediately like i i don't care if these people die because they're so dumb and i don't feel like that happens much in the aliens movies they're they they might make mistakes but they're terrified 
which makes sense. Right. But these guys are just like, I'm stupid and I'm going to die. I'm like, I know you're going to die because you just did that. <laughs> no, I just don't care. You just did that. You know? Yes. So, yes, don't be stupid. You know? Don't. Don't just walk into a fucking abandoned spaceship. Yeah. Just. Don't do that. Don't do that. Just stay safe. <laughs> Wear your mask. Social distance. Goodbye.